It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Wow, this is very fun. This is a rarity. Today is uh, Sunday the 24th. What you're about to hear here are two pieces, all right? A majority of it is taken up with me walking around CALM, C-A-L-M, all capital letters. This is a, a uh, an animal sanctuary and so many extraordinary animals there. I'm going to take you on a trip uh, through all kinds of all, all areas, reptiles. Um, we're going to walk around, talk to some people, and uh, so that's that's majority of this and then it's going to cut to the whiskey a go-go all right so the calm they call the keep calm because there's another charity called keep what a brilliant idea a charity called keep and then there's this place called calm um this is called the keep calm jamboree and yachtly crew played there on the 22nd and then just yesterday the 23rd by the way remember 23 is the number of synchronicity and uh, I met three or four people last night who, uh, Mario Lopez, by the way, showed up. I didn't even think, well, he was crowded by all everybody else, but next time I got to ask him to see if he can endorse my, uh, endorse Inspirato Projecto. So Mario Lopez uh, stopped by the green room at the Whiskey Go-Go. And uh, he drank drank tequila with us. But anyway, 23, 32, 5, those are all numbers that synchronize, uh, that, 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 um, um, whatchamacallit, symbolize synchronicity. Oh, also, I met Sweet Love at, she's a singer-songwriter. She happened to be at the Whiskey watching our show. And uh, I met a bunch of people from the team of TKO. And uh, gosh, just just incredible, wonderful time. So yeah, first part. Oh, and we're gonna learn so much about this place, Calm. Oh, so much about this place. And um, yeah, without further ado. Oh, and thank you to uh, thank you to a real life superhero for opening up the program. Thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Oh, oh. It is now 3.24 p.m. I am at um, a sanctuary in Bakersfield called Calm. And I just met the cutest little cat named Beatrice in the office. It's one of those uh, office cats. And this little cat, 17 years old, there's a picture of her up on the wall. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, a p- picture of it on the wall, this cat. So sweet, baby. And I got a chance to pet her and snuggle with her. and oh, Just caramel, caramel in color. Tabby cat of sorts. Reminded me so much of cross between my cat, Gonzo, who died at the beginning of quarantine and uh, looks a little bit like my sister's cat, Oliver. And uh, this place is just such a good vibe. Oh, such a good vibe. I came out here. Uh, I'm, now I'm in the reptile. In the, um, I'm in the um, reptile exhibit. There's a lot of this stuff about this guy, Al. Al. Al helped found this place. What? Al Robbins, herpetologist. See, hear, learn about snakes. There's a lot of his magic stuff here. His bow ties are here. He must have used snakes in his act a lot. This is Al's original top hat used in the 1930s Vaudeville Magic Act. Many of his props, like paper cards and brightly colored silks, packed small but played big on stage. Wow. 
These guys were the, he's, he's the guy who helped um, start this surgery on venomous snakes to cut the duct that delivers venom. They call it venom ductectomy. Now performed on venomous snakes in the zoos throughout the world. So 1900s, it says here, a presidential, imp- presidential impression that lasts a lifetime. Albert Christie Robbins was born Christmas Day, 1901, in Harrison, New Jersey. As young boy, Al meets the 28th president of the United States, Woodrow Wilson, in church. Al was most in- impressed by the president's attire and subsequently never left home without a tie. As pictured here is a young boy with his family, Al handsomely stands with a tie on. Wow, look at that. He meets Buffalo Bill at the Wild West Show, performs for Thomas Edison. He became friends with Harry Houdini. Oh, wow. They called him the genial gent of magic. Wow, he played at the World's Fair, 1933 Chicago World's Fair. 1938, while in New York, Al becomes the first magician to perform on television. This is astounding to think that he put this whole place together. Oh, my gosh. Fascinating. This place is amazing. And you know what's interesting? Earlier, one of the guys was singing um, something, and it sounded like Al Green. I said, oh, you got to love him, Albert Green or Alfred Green. I was just playing with the name Al. Little did I realize... This place is founded by a guy named Al. See, see these, these are little things to pay attention to. I did the transformative shifting cube again today. It's past day 30 at this point. I think I've done it 31 or 32 days straight, each at least once a day, usually in the morning. What's up, Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Yeah. I just might. I was hanging out with the reptiles in there. (laughs) This place was founded by a guy named Al. He was a magician. Really? Born in 1901. He played for Woodrow Wilson, and because he saw Woodrow Wilson wearing a tie, he wore a tie for the rest of his life. So there's a collection of his bow ties in there. He was friends with Houdini. He played for uh, Buffalo Bill. He, uh, I mean, it's just amazing. I had no idea, and he was yeah. a, such a huge reptile fan. In fact, he was the guy who helped invent the, this procedure that gets rid of, that cuts like the cord where the me- venom comes through with oh, a snake. Really? Yeah. And they, they do that surgery so they're no longer venomous. Herpetologist, that's what they call him. <laughs> so who would have thought that this magician would end up cr- helping co-create yeah. something like this? You just never know how things are going to lead you. It's like this guy I knew that played keyboards and drew cartoons. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Well, who would have thought, dude, so, someday you'd be playing all this music that you're, you were brought up, you know, being, being played for, and now you're in a band where you're, you're doing crazy, this music, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. Oh, boy. How are the, have you been, have you been looking at the uh, comments all throughout the day with people um, talking about the new song? Uh, so awesome. I didn't a lot, but I'm looking at some. I can't talk about it. Some things are nice here. Dolly Crew is the most underrated band in America. Please come out to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. You could headline the Beach Festival. All I need is one ticket, please. <laughs> That's great. All I need is one ticket, please. Love the new song. Can't wait to hear it live tomorrow night. Loved you guys on Hottie and Frank's show. New song Six on the Beach is amazing. Can't wait to come and see you guys. Gosh, how fun. That's, That's awesome. just going to be growing all throughout the day. So yeah. by the end today, it's just going to be like, it's going to be like a bonfire. That'll be awesome. Who knows what that website's going to look like with all the numbers coming through. I mean, the Spotify, you know, once we look at that at the end of the day to see how many, because I think you could tell, right, how many times it's been listened to, it's been uh, streamed. I don't, it's not in real time. It's in like, uh, I heard it, it happens every other, like, Every other day or every, mm. like the day after each one. Oh, so they kind of collect it all throughout the day or I don't, whatever, I don't know. Couple I, days really they, I don't handle the Spotify thing for us, but but it's exciting to uh, see what those numbers will be. Yes. And um, 
or how many streams, you know? Yes, sir. What what kind of a yeah? Oh. <laughs> You're being interviewed on Inspirato oh, Projecto. I didn't know that. So what what kind of Inspirato Projecto? That's right. What kind like, of animals? You've had you... the people like Mickey Dolans and stuff. That's on right. That. That's, that's right. That's cool. right. I'm so I'm and so honored, crew, of course. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, people who I've met through the podcast they've come out to see Yachtly Crew shows. That really? couple who came out and was was shooting the show last time. They, oh yeah, I met yeah. Them at, uh, you met them, and my oh, friend Maria Humphreys. She came out to, to see us play at the Canyon Club. I met her on the through the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, and then they promote it too on their podcast. So it's cool. It's like a it's, it's like, like a constant <laughs> circle of uh, promotion. Yes, sir. That's awesome. What, so have you checked out any of these animals? I have not yet. I'm waiting to get. Uh, I'm waiting to get. We have some new some new staging. If you noticed, mm-hmm. so I'm waiting to mm-hmm. see what that looks like when it gets set up yes you know on the uh matthew mcdonald side <laughs> that's right so matthew mcdonald and paulie shores and i we went around and we we saw the birds the condors the golden hawk uh golden eagles oh really there's golden eagles here yeah, like bald golden. eagles the like california like the bald eagles yeah oh no no kidding with the white heads and the brown bodies oh 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 like, uh, the, like the like the national bird oh we did we did see some regular eagles but then we saw some golden ones that were like brownish, and you could see like their feathers. It actually looked like it was like gold in them. I heard. I think one of them named uh, Don Henley. Oh yeah, one of the eagles. <laughs> right. Is that right? Well, they named one of the falcons Millennium Falcon, Did which it, was, was it? brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. she's like, "That's Millennium Falcon up there." That's awesome. I thought that's phenomenal that you did that. That's awesome. Everyone here is just so good so far. Everyone I've met, they just love this place. Awesome. Yeah, everyone here is just so good. Awesome. So yeah, I just te- checked out the herpetologist section. I think I'm gonna have to go look at the bears now. Nice. Stay see out of the cage. If, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm gonna see if All maybe right. Kyle is out there, like showing off his tattoo to the bears. I think that'd be great. <laughs> He's just wrestling with his uh, suspenders on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just growling at each other. Yeah. Rah. All right, we got the stage set up over here. This is gonna be fun. All this open. I mean. This is uh, such a beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful, beautiful place. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's the new song, baby. Sex on the Beach. Sounds good coming out of there. Wow. This is now available on iTunes and Spotify. I'll be quiet so you can hear it. You could have a Would you like something to drink? I saw some Red Bulls in there. Huh? I do, would you like something to drink? I saw some Red Bulls in there. Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, Red Bull. Kyle, would you like a Red Bull? Would you, would you like something to drink? Yeah, Red Bull? Yeah. All right. I'll be back. Wow. Sounds... Oh, here we go. Rob, I'm going to the green room. Do you want something to drink? I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Wow. Such a good... Good vibe out here. Alright, let's see if I'm going into the right place over here. Oh, look at this. Quote, the humans, I just saw this poster. The humans asked me to tell you, please, no more than 10 students at a time in the gift store. Oh, and bring a grown-up. Love, Lefty the Turkey Vulture. I love it. Polly Shores is checking, testing out his saxophone here in the gift shop in the actual gift shop he is testing it out Personality. 
And then I listened for the whole hour, and they did not play your new song until like ten. 10. I know, I know. So okay, they held out the best song you know, for last. You know, Coke Tango is a joke. I didn't give a crap, but I was like about the eighties. Right, but I like we literally like it was the radio people talking, and then literally that those were the first words when it came on the oh, speaker. It was oh, like, was, it, was it like you couldn't even tell that it was you guys? Right, there was like, like no frame of reference yes, there. Yeah, they were just like cocaine. Okay, pardon, tell me your name one more time. Stony Shores. I love it. I love and your it. keyboard. Yes, one There's of two. two of you now. He's the other one, Matthew McDonald. Matthew McDonald. He takes you to the streets. He takes it all the way, all the way to the streets and beyond. Look at that. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good day today. It's a really good day today, you know. Oh, I just, I just think, like, why would anybody need therapy if they're able to come out and be among animals all the time? Now, you know, and it totally makes sense. The more that, the more that you're out here and you're hanging out with the animals, uh, Tommy... You are listening to Inspirato Projecto <laughs> at the Calm Zoo in Bakersfield. That's right. That that's is Tommy, Tommy Bowie. Bowie. That's all from Tommy Bowie. And he, uh, he, inf- he, uh, was he on the radio today? Oh, no, it was Phil. Phil was on the radio along with Baba Bowie. And um, KLOS, which is great because our, uh, I think that's a total manifestation of reality right there. You're welcome. Um, right there. That's a total manifestation of reality, of course, because we made our T-shirts to look like the KLOS um, insignia. And so, uh, wouldn't you know, they end up having us on the show. And they bought tickets. They bought tickets for the whiskey show. Let me just use the tape and I'll give it right back. What's up, brother? Good to see you again. Hey, dude, Good to see you? you again. Check this out. Woo! Dude, um... I like. There's, there's, now, a, there's an idea. There's a, there's a guy around here who has a bear on his sweater, but I want to get, <clears throat> get a picture of you standing next to him with your, your bear tattoo on your chest. I want to see if they you know, look very similar. I did similar. take a video earlier, and I was like, I was showing my tattoo first, and then I showed the bears. I was like... Oh, you did? Yeah. Good. I want to get... I got to get one of those. Which way is the bear, by the way? Or uh, the bears? You got to go... Like down that way, and then like a, there's a little map that shows you. Oh, oh! Basically, oh. go down to the left. Stop bears! Stop bears! Double stop bears! Dude, look at that! This is so good. Mojito, amananana. Shit. Oh God. Hold on, hold on. I know. Can't take him anywhere. Can't Yeah. Thank you. Oh yes, 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 yes. That's what that that's what it was. There it is. Does that look better? Maybe because this is here as a frame of reference and that's crooked. Yeah. Does does that look better? Or is that still a crooked? Yes. From over here to here. Oh, the... All right, let's see. Uh, I don't know if I'll be. Mojito. Mojito. And a mosquito. Mosquito. Drink a mojito. We're going to find this map. We're going to find it good. We're going to find this map. We're going to find it good. Uh, which way is the bear exhibit? Is it this way somewhere? Oh, I thought you guys were too. <laughs> that way. Okay. Oh, cool. Thank you. The, bear, the bears are past the beers. <laughs> He's like, follow that past the beer. Hey, in order to find the bear, you gotta walk past the bear. Can you hear that? Doing some sound checks. They've set this up perfectly. All these tables out here. and They got a fun, a fun thing here. They built part of a, a boat here. 
It says, come on, come on, climb aboard, but stay below deck. For your safety, please do not climb on top of the boat. Hashtag keep calm jamboree 2022. Looks like they had a cardboard cutout here too. No way. That's great. Oh my God, that's awesome. There's a guy that's dressed just like us, the captain. It's funny because on this little piece of this boat here that they built, there's a porthole there with uh, Gilgan. So what happened was with this cat, Beatrice, that I met upstairs, um, they said that they had, oh, tortoise? Is that what it is? Tortoises. Oh, dude. Let's go and check out these tortoises. This place is great. Look it. There they are. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at them. They're just hanging out. Hi. You're just hanging out. Your whole life is like this, huh? Um, the life cycle of a tortoise. There's a whole description here. You go down here and you can see these little guys. But upstairs, this looks like a G.I. Joe playset. Oh my gosh. My brother Josh and I would have had so much fun growing up in a, a, something like this. Like a playset like that. Um, yeah, this tortoise aquarium is phenomenal. So Beatrice, the cat, they had this mice problem up here. And when they brought Beatrice, Beatrice was, was born outside. And, oh, there's some donkeys. Oh, children's park entrance. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is so beautiful. Look it. Hi. Hey guys. Hi. There's some goats out here. Hey. Look at you guys. Sheep. Hi guys. Hi. Oh look it. Hi there. Hi there, aren't you cute? Hi, you are so sweet. Hi. Did they let us pet you? Let's see. There should be something here that says, do not put your finger in there or not. Hey, they're just hanging out with the chicken. <gasps> no way. I just saw one of these chickens online the other day and it looks furry. These kind of feathers are crazy. This thing looks furry. Oh my gosh. Hi, little chicken. Oh my gosh. This thing looks like a, like a poodle or something. Oh my gosh. This is incredible. Oh my gosh. I wanna to try to pet this thing without it pecking at me. Can I, can I try to pet you? Can I try to pet you? Oh, I, wanna, I really wanna pet you. I really wanna pet you. Um, look at, hi, you are so sweet. Look at you guys. Oh, there's a sheep. Can I pet you? Can I pet you? Uh, hi. Hi there. Oh, look it. Hi. Hi, donkeys. Hi, sweet donkeys. Can I pet you? Huh? Can I pet you? Can I pet you? Huh? Hi. Can I pet you? Hi. Oh my gosh, you're letting me pet you? Oh, look it. Hi, you sweet creature. Hi, you are a sweet, sweet creature. Oh, look it. Hi. Hi there. Hi there, you sweet creature. You sweet, sweet creature. Hi. Hi. Oh. Oh, you two. Come on. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. You two are roughhousing. Are you trying to show off for me? Look at you two. Hi. Can I pet you? You can let me pet you. Can I? Can I pet you? Hi. Can I pet you? Can I pet you? Is this okay? Hi. Hey, sweet, sweet. Oh, sweet, sweet. Oh, look at you. I can't believe I'm petting these donkeys. I'm petting a donkey right now. You are so sweet. You want to smell the kitties? You smell the kitties? You smell the kitties? Hi. Oh, my gosh. You're just going to let me pet you. And then you're laying your head on his back. Oh, you're just so cute. You're just so cute. Look at it. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, how sweet, how sweet. How sweet, what are you doing? Wait, can I pet you? Come here, can I pet you? Come here, can I pet you? Can I pet you? Oh, hello dear. Can I pet you? Yes, oh, you're so sweet. Hi. So it turned out that Beatrice, the cat, was a feral cat, and they found out that they had mice upstairs. And they're calling up, you know, like, oh my gosh, they're calling up these uh, pest control people, going, what do we do? We gotta, we gotta, um, Hi, hi, look it, hi, yes, you're so sweet. I figure if kids come around and pet you, it should be okay for me to pet you, right? Right? Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Look it, look it. Oh, hi, yes. Oh, wow, it's been so long since I've been to a place where I could pet. Oh, I don't know when the last time was I pet a donkey. I don't know when the last time was. I don't know when the last time was. Oh my gosh. So it turns out that Beatrice ate all the mice upstairs. They were noticing that all the mice were, were um, you know, they're like, where did all the mice go? And then they started realizing, wait a second. Hi, hi there. They're like, wait a second, Beatrice isn't eating her food. And they realized, oh, Beatrice ate, ate the mice. Can't believe. Hi, little horsey. Oh, little baby horsey. You're all by yourself? Hi, little horsey. Hi, you sweet little horsey. Hi. Hi there. Hi there. Oh, you're so sweet. You're all by yourself, huh? I wish I could pet you. I wish I could pet you right now. Oh. This is so incredible. Look at over here comes that little chicken, that little furry chicken again. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. And they got little squirrels running around, little chipmunks. Oh my gosh. So sweet. So sweet. Let me give you one last pet. Yeah, I can pet you again. I can pet you again. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Why, sweet little. Oh, you're so sweet. You are so sweet. Oh, little baby. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be crazy if I am you and you are me in a past life? Look at you. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be crazy? We're just different parallel versions of each other. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take a picture of you, man. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, little buddy. Hey, hey, look at, hey, look at what we got. Hi, we got here. We got here. Look at, look what we got here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're so sweet you're so sweet oh my god that's good got a photo photo op and there's a little furry chicken I would love to pet that sheep oh my gosh just brilliant man places like this imagine the billionaires of the world there must be one or two billionaires that really love animals. There must be. You'd think that they would... Isn't that interesting? We always think about what we would do if we were the billionaires or what billionaires should be doing. Isn't that interesting when you think about that? Everyone's got an idea as to what the billionaires should or should not be doing. Oh, why, hello there. Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh, is that a pelican? Oh baby, pelican's got something on his beak. Or is it supposed to look like that? It's almost like a horn on the top of his beak. In, in loving memory of Georgia Mitchell, Nan. I think you could dedicate certain things here to people. What? You got your mouth open. You want me to feed you? Might be covering up some eggs or something. Maybe that's why it was squawking. 
sitting on what looks like a nest. There's this one that's that uh, this one cage that's like, oh, that was the sound of the donkey in the background. My donkey friend. All these animals have names. Polly and uh, Matthew and I were. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna venture my way into this. Structure. What is this? What is in there? So, okay, I see some squirrel. <gasps> There's the bear. Whoa. There's the bear. Two. A brown and a black bear. The squirrel's just hanging out in there. They don't care there's a bear. Bear? I don't care. Who cares? Who cares if there's a bear? Let's share. Hey, bear. I don't care. You're over there. Let's share. These bears are just hanging out. Wow. Calm. There's a sign over here. Black Bear Trivia. Let's check this out. Open the panels to reveal the answers. How fast can a black bear run? Oh, by the way, a, a bear is normally four to seven feet from nose to tip of tail. The black bear is the smallest yet most common of the three bear species found in America after the polar and grizzly. Okay, how fast can a black bear run? Oh, let's see. Black bears can run up to 30 miles per hour. They're good swimmers. So do not try to swim away from a black bear. Those babies might even swim 30 miles per hour. How many cubs do mama black bears have? Female bears or sows commonly give birth to two cubs. Cubs are born in January and they weigh about eight ounces at birth. Young bears stay with their mother for about 18 months. They're born in January. Isn't that interesting? So do you think that they're pregnant while they are hibernating? Or do, or do they wake up and like, okay, time to make babies. Are black bears aggressive? Black bears are normally very shy animals. Unless they have become accustomed to human food sources, they tend to avoid people. The height of a bear is about two to three feet at shoulders. All right, now the last question. Do black bears eat large mammals? <gasps> no, black bears usually eat plants, nuts, berries, and fruit. They love ants, grubs, worms, and fish. So that's cool. So this, this is good to know because I don't think the black bear is going to try to eat you. Black bears are excellent climbers and are often photographed scaling trees. Their claws give them great grip and the branches offer youngsters safety from predators. Who could possibly be a predator of a bear? So I think you, you definitely need to come out here. The cal it's called Calm, the California Living Museum. Let's see. I'm over here by the... I think I've seen everything. Have I seen everything? I'm over here by the bears now. Oh, there's coyotes still. Still. Oh, shoot. I think i got to make my way back over there. got to make my way back over there for sound check. Oh, yeah. Already doing uh, base shenanigans. Now the brown bear, he's awake. Hey! Yeah, good, 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 good. I got a wink, got a wink out of that one. Closer to the epicenter. Let's go through here. I haven't been through here yet. Is that a skunk? Yeah, that is a striped. Striped skunk. Mr. Rogers calls Daniel the striped tiger. Oh, good, good, good. Animals temporarily off exhibit. 
Well, meaning what? You can still see them. Like, no, that animal, don't look at it. It's off exhibit. They're testing out the, uh, the new song, Sex on the Beach. Well, all right, that is all for now. I think uh, we'll return later and talk about some more fun stuff. <laughs> Thank you for hanging on. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It is now 11.19 after the show. We're loading up the gear. I, I had to give you this. Fascinating is that? Well, I was mistaken. Yes! I was mistaken that Cat's name was uh, Tiger, not Beatrice. Yes! I got to pet two fairy baby opossums. Wow, how cool was that that the night ended off with toads? Now, are you listening to this episode in your car? Do you have your headphones on? What did that sound like to hear the toads going wah, 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 like a volleyball game of nature? Bounce it back and forth like a pinball game. So that was after the Keep Calm Jamboree. You heard an interview there with Sailor Hawkins, a.k.a. Rob Jones. Uh, Did you know that Rob Jones uh, was in the band The Flies? He was also in the band Bang Tango. He was also in a band called Fast Times. And what's so interesting is that he and Chaz Ruiz, a.k.a. Baba Bui of Yachtly Crew. By the way, that was the, on, on April 22nd, what you just heard there, the Keep Calm Jamboree that was on the 22nd. And what you're about to hear is April 23rd at the Whiskey Go-Go. Now, to get back to Rob and Chaz... They started a band called Fast Times, and that's how I met these guys. I'd go and I'd see them play, actually. Um, and they would all dress up these, as these different characters. And uh, Chaz would dress up as Nikki Six. Rob dre- was uh, Nikki Six on bass. Rob was on uh, drums. And a Devo, like Devo, dressed like Devo. There's a guy who looked like Spicoli who sang. And then the guy who played guitar... Uh, George Castells would dress like Prince. George Castells is a phenomenal guitarist and bassist. And this guy, this guy auditioned for Steel Panther. Um, they're a naughty, uh, naughty heavy metal band. Uh, they, he auditioned for them and they passed him up for a different guy but then it didn't work out for that guy and then they call back George and they're like hey we decided we want you and uh five five thousand bucks a week all expenses paid five thousand bucks a week and uh I don't know why he turned down the job how crazy is that anyway this band fast times when Rob and Chaz quit that uh, I don't know what band Chaz was in, but Rob went on to join Highway Star, which is a country band. And um, so since they quit Fast Times, there were two other people who kind of fulfilled the roles there. So what's so crazy is whenever Yachtly Crew tours, we undoubtedly see a Fast Times poster. We will see this, whether it was at the Canyon Club 
Either either Fast Times just played there or they're about to play there. And I've brought this up to these guys. Like, dude, isn't this crazy? You're doppelgangers. Like, your 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 parallel selves. Clones of you, facsimiles of you, carbon copies of you. Remember carbon copies? Carbon copies of you are going right, right alongside with this journey. <laughs> I mean, we're either we're either playing after they just played. Or they're about to play right after we play. I mean, it's, it's it's incredible. And this goes the same for the whiskey. Because I think every week, Fast Times plays there. So their poster's up there. Um, and wouldn't you know, of course, Yali Crew just played there April 23rd. So you're about to hear that aspect. Now, before we get into this, I have to say, you're going to hear me talking to a homeless fella. Right now, I don't know off the top of my head what his name is. I, I, maybe he says it. Maybe it goes over my head because... To be honest with you, I have a hard time understanding what this guy is saying. He's got a very thick southern accent. So for all of my friends, for you who listens to this out in the south, maybe you totally understand this guy really easy. I love accents, and I, I always like to think that I could really get them. You know, but sometimes, sometimes you get those like really, like really, like, like, like really, like, deep in there like the cockney accent or some scottish or irish or way welsh i hear is you know can get it's like pigeon english when i was over in the bahamas i, I was doing extra work for pirates of the caribbean two and three i saw johnny depp you know i got something to say about johnny depp i'll save it for another time he was a great guy funny guy nice guy i met him okay i'll say it i met him walked right up to him and it well I'll tell you the story in a second hold on hold on a second uh, hold, hold that thought but before you but before we come back to that this homeless guy you hear me talking to is very hard for me to understand and I find myself like I think saying what what and um I don't know if the same goes for you or not but when I'm talking to someone who I have a hard time understanding for some reason, even, you know, no matter how hard, how much I enunciate, I still think that perhaps they're not going to un- understand what I am saying. Maybe I'll start enunciating so much more when I talk on this podcast. I know a lot of times I'm mumbling. The words are just coming spilling through so fast I don't have time to like really you know so heck here I am talking to you about how hard it is for me to understand the southern gentleman that I'm going to be talking to and his little dog baby oh such an adorable adorable little baby this whole time just picture in your brain as I'm talking to him the little baby is just like grappling my arm and is like slightly biting my hand but kind of licking my hand but kind of like i don't know i'm not quite certain if it's like on the verge of like really biting into my hand or if it's just playing around (laughs) sometimes sometimes you get on that edge you're not quite certain uh but you're gonna hear this interview and um i maybe you'll be able to understand him if so i'd love to know i'd love to know what he's what what the whole thing was that he's saying i could try to understand where he came from he's just a nice guy great guy i was out there shooting a tiktok video and i happened to walk over by him by the way if you're on tiktok go to in go uh go check check out the channel we can be friends we can watch each other's stuff like each other's stuff forward each share each other's stuff um it's inspirato projecto just like this podcast now real fast about the johnny depp stuff this is completely unexpected that i'd even talk about this so I was out there for six days. Isn't that funny? Right before someone tells you a big story, they either take a huge bite of their sandwich or they take a drink. <laughs> You're like, dude, please get to the story already. <clears throat> so I was out there for six days in um, uh, Exuma's, Exuma's Bahamas. And... Uh, Nassau, I think, was the home base. And uh, this whole crew, these guys, had been out on the sea for the longest time. For the longest time. They were out there for 
months and months and months. And you know what? Families were being broken. Relationships were suffering. <coughs> all kinds of things were just kind of falling apart. These people, you know, all these PAs, all these, 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 all these, I mean, the crews, crews are huge things on a movie. I would say I would implore you to watch the movie credits. Next time you watch a movie, watch the movie credits. Just see all the jobs that are involved with putting that on the screen. And think about what they have to deal with. They're taking take after take after take. The lights have to set up. they got to move things around. So anyway, I got called in to do uh, body or photo double work for this guy. who It's the character Beckett, English fella. And we were the same height, and they picked me. I was like, go, I went out there for six days, and we stayed in this motel. I mean, there's a whole huge story. I could probably do a whole podcast about that, but I'll just talk about the Johnny Depp situation. So we were on this sort of sandbar, and he's shooting the scene where he's sword fighting Bar- Barbados, uh, Jeffrey Rush. And I always liked Jeffrey Rush ever since that movie Shine. If you get a chance, check out that movie Shine. I actually got a chance to see the, the real dude that that movie's based on. I actually got a chance to see him play at the Chicago Theater. It was really intriguing. Wow, I forgot about that. Isn't it interesting, the memories that are just locked in there? And then you open up one, the rest of them spill. So, six days, I was out there, and Jeffrey Rush and Johnny Depp, the actual dudes, are sword fighting. And... There were two monkeys on set. There was a monkey wrangler, and each of these little monkeys, they had little diapers, but they're dressed the same. These things were so cute, and of course you couldn't play with them, you couldn't touch them or anything. So when one monkey got tired, he'd go, put you in the little cage in the, you know, in the shade, because it was hot out there. I was wearing three or four layers of clothes, like ornate, decorated, very detailed, textured, layered, uh, I mean, like imagine like, like when you think of like those, I mean the Pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean times, just check out Beckett. Look up pictures of Beckett, Pirates of the Caribbean. You'll know what I'm talking about. But zoom in on that. Imagine yourself zooming in. And if it's a crispy photo, you can see how, how artistic this thing is. I had to wear a wig and everything, white wig, a white wig, wig. So I'd just be sitting in the side. I'd be sitting in the sun. They had some umbrellas, but uh, the little monkeys, so the whole thing. And it took them forever to get this part. Forever. This one little part. Oh my God, they're still shooting this part until sundown. And they had to like set up lights in such a way where it still looked like it was daylight out. I mean, it was brilliant. A brilliant idea. I don't know how they did it. I think they're just shooting feet of, of the photo double's feet or something. So, um, but these, the monk, the whole scene was it, was, it was tricky because it was this thing where Barbados goes, whoosh, and he swipes off like a little a little charm that's in uh, Jack Sparrow's hair. I haven't seen Pirates uh, uh, two. Uh, no, yeah, two. I haven't seen three. I saw two. Yeah, I did see two. Um, but those people, oh my gosh, they were just like the her. They were, well, yeah. There's a whole story. I gotta have a whole podcast about that. Oh my gosh, there's so many intricate things. So Johnny Depp is sword fighting, sword fighting. And right in front of me is Orlando Bloom playing checkers with uh, Kira Knightley's mother. And they're playing checkers. I'm just watching them. I'm like, whoa, whoa. They're right here in front of me. 12 feet away. Here we are. Here we are. We're all in the same place. We're all sharing this sandbar. <laughs> I'm just sharing the sandbar. And uh, every once in a while, people would come out with these huge platters of like fresh fruit. Oh my gosh. My mouth is watering. Mmm, slices of watermelon. Mmm, straws. Mmm, all this mm, yum yum. It was great. Did they have straws? I don't know if they had mostly melons. Who cares? It's part of the fantasy. Sure, they had straws. Why not throw in some bloobs while we're at it? <laughs> Why not some pineys? So, pines? No, pipes. Pines? I don't know. It's pineys? Yeah, pineys is good. Pineys is good and delicious, nutritious succulent dare i say so there's a there's a point where oh and johnny would go off there was a he he had since since 
like all the all the dressing rooms and everything were like on a barge, like about I wouldn't say a mile away, but there was a big barge and it had all the wardrobe, all that stuff, all that stuff. That's where you got ready first, get ready on there, jump on a little boat, takes everybody off to the sandbar. And so they were trying to film that scene with, <clears throat> you know, with them, and he goes, and he swipes this thing of uh, Johnny Depp's hair, the thing falls, and the little monkey jumps off of Barbados' shoulder, zip, runs along, picks up the thing, looks around, and runs runs back over to Barbados, jumps on his shoulder. That was the whole thing this little monkey had to do. And then when the one monkey got tired, they're like, okay, get the other one. Oh, gosh, you know, come on. And so <clears throat> it was all dependent by working with, it, with, with this little monkey. These little things were so adorable, so adorable. You just want to, oh, my gosh, you just want to cuddle these little creatures. And Johnny Depp, so since since there wasn't like um, a wardrobe thing uh, or, or, a, or a dressing room, so to speak, he kind of had his own little boat and he had like four or five handlers around him and they like would hold umbrellas over him and everything in the, in the sun. They would hold these umbrellas over him. When he, when he, you know, when he got off the boat, they'd hold these umbrellas over him, but in the shade of the boat, it was cool. And, um, he, and so... So there's a point where he was just sitting there by himself. And I said, oh, I got, I got to talk to Johnny Depp. I got to tell him about Hunter S. Thompson. Because he, he paid for Hunter S. Thompson when Hunter S. Thompson committed suicide. When he died, it was in his, it was in, it was in his wishes that when he, um, for, his, for his memorial, his ashes were put into a cannon and shot into the sky, and on the end of the cannon was what is called the, uh, it's like a double, it's a fit, it's like a, like a, imagine like the hang loose sign, like imagine that, make that with your hand right now, like the Hawaii, like hang loose, bro, but instead of a pinky, it's another thumb. I think they call it, I think he calls it the gonzo fist. The gonzo fist, yeah, the Hunter S. Thompson gonzo fist. So imagine that, imagine that fist at the top of this, like, cannon imagine your arm like put it out straight like your arm is the cannon and coming out like you know right right in those between those fingers there like a like a like a wolverine claw snickety snickety imagine out comes the rocket of hunter s thompson's ashes and johnny depp paid it was like a few million dollars he paid for that memorial, to build that cannon, everything. He wanted to make that dream come true because he spent so much time with Hunter S. Thompson during the making of uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which many of you know. He would go out there with Hunter S. Thompson. They'd shoot shotguns at like nitrous tanks out in this just wide open field, just exploding stuff. And he got to be really good friends with this guy. And so there was Johnny Depp on this sandbar. And I, I ran up to him, I go, hey man, that is so cool what you did for Hunter. That was so cool. He goes, thanks, he was a good man. I said, that was just, I just love that you helped his dream come true in firing his ashes out of that cannon. It was so cool. Thank you, thank you. Oh, and by the way, great job. I really like your work. Thank you, thank you. And all of a sudden, then these, then his handlers. As I'm saying this, I'm like, I'm like, kind of glancing up, and I see that like the handlers like starting to come off the boat and like starting to walk over him. As I'm like walking backwards, going, "All right, thank you, thank you." So, you know, or nice talking to you. Oh my gosh! But he was a great guy. He was a wonderful guy. And uh, all right, that's my giant depth story. And now on with the interview with the. Uh, Southern gentleman on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and whatever that next street is that the Whiskey Coco is on. Thank you for listening to Sprato Projecto. Wow. And your dog and your dog's name is Baby? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And what's your name? Spock. What? Spock. Spock? Hey, pick up everything on the sidewalk. Wait, Spock like like Star hey, Trek? He don't miss nothing. Well, I'm I'm Kurt. Uh, nice to I meet you. Wow. So so you've been out here what three hours and you only got a dollar? Yeah. Do you, do you play any instruments? Yeah, I used to hang up here. Well, that on Sunset King's Road for about forty years. Yeah. 
I think if maybe if you had a harmonica or a, you know kazoo or something, I you think know, it, I think the people. Ago, you could find out that the you win. But you know, I noticed that like people who have instruments tend to make some more money. You know, because people people see I that they're. I paid hundred twenty dollars a month for a studio. What you do? Whoa. Oh, and you're where are you originally? Down off on Asia. Oh. With a tattoo shopping. Oh. Okay. Oh, gotcha. That. Oh. Safe to park. Well, listen, it was a pleasure meeting you. I, I got to get back in for a sound uh, check, but it was a pleasure meeting you. Good. Take care. That guy uh, was a homeless guy. I just went out to take some footage of the uh, Whiskey Go-Go. And uh, that guy was out there with his little dog, little dog baby. I hope you understood better what he was saying. Um, we are about to play the whiskey now. It's the 23rd. Um, if you heard the last episode, if you heard the last episode, uh, you will in fact note that I recorded um, the uh, my... My time on the way to the Keep Calm uh, Jamboree that we played on the 22nd. So this episode is actually me at the Keep Calm Jamboree. And uh, I also thought, since I have some time left over on the, on the uh, episode, we're not yet at an hour, figured I might as well add some whiskey at go-go stuff here. Everybody's in there getting getting uh, sound check. And um, so... I'm going to take some more video here for TikTok, and uh, I'll be back later with some more information. All right, uh, what you're about to hear here um, is in the green room of the Whiskey, Whiskey A Go-Go, and uh, I, I happen to be upstairs hanging out, and... I didn't realize that someone was that our pub publicist had planned for uh, Philly Ocean and Tommy Bowie to be interviewed on KCLU. It's an NPR station, apparently. So, um, about halfway through their interview, it wasn't very long at all. It was maybe about twenty minutes. Halfway through their interview, I started recording them talking, and um, so. Here you go. You get to hear this. You get to hear this. And uh, he's going to edit it. You know, he said he told them he's going to edit it. You can hear him talking. But, um, yeah, here we go. And thanks for listening to this. By the way, this is, you know, I think I've done this on a few occasions, very few occasions, where I played one piece of a show at a different place and then another piece of a show at a different place. I've got some TikToks up, actually, of the uh, that place Calm that I was telling you about at the beginning of the show. Anyway, without further ado, let's check it out. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. It kind of just feels like, it's like, to me, that's like, when I think of Yacht Rock, I think of like, Kenny, Kenny Loggins, one of the yeah. godfathers of Yacht Rock, yes, so that's what I think of, but uh, what's yours? I mean, my go-to to sing is Fooled Around and Fell in Love by Alvin Bishop, that's that's a song that I love personally, and I also love to sing it. And it's a song that is actually a little bit less well known in the genre. Um, like even by fans of of yacht rock, they're like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "That's a song that when you hear, though, you're like, oh, that song, that song, okay." So, and I, it's like kind of a surprise sleeper hit. So I, I enjoy that. For a lot of the people that come in here, I mean, I've noticed that you know, because I've been to you know several concerts. Um, you know, every once in a while, see like a twenty-five-year-old, and, and and they'll be a little confused sometimes about it, and they'll be like, "What? Well, what did you mean to?" But it's like the the people that come. It's almost like you guys are comfort food, sort of like yeah. for for a generation. That's a great way to put it. That you know, it's a guilty pleasure. It's comfort food. You know, these songs are so nostalgic. Even if you don't know every word, you know the melody, you know the chorus, and and it's impossible to not sing along. Yeah, and I would say the twenty-five-year-olds that come. They end up being like, you know what? I knew a lot more songs than I thought I was going to. Yep. You know, it was like that kind of thing, like, like you were saying. Like, even if you don't know who the artist is, you kind of know the melody yep. for a lot of these. You know? and, and you know, what's also been really cool is to see 
so many of these songs in the past two, three years have really resurfaced in pop culture. You had Weezer covering Africa a couple years ago. That's a huge song yeah. that we do. Um, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy is yeah, basically the entire soundtrack. So all the kids that are growing up with Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> they're going to know all these songs. You know? What was so, the guy uh, who was on the skateboard drinking cranberry juice uh, yeah, to Dog Fleetwood Mac's dreams? Yeah, yeah. Dogface. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, and then that blew up, and you know, some Fleetwood Mac songs kind of fall into the Yacht Rock genre for some people. Some people are like a hard no on the food, but I, I love them, so we include them every once in a while. So, so one more question for both you guys. Are like, I mean, uh, you guys used to play. I used to. I saw you play at the Viper Room a couple of times. Yeah. You play here now. These are like iconic venues. Here you are. You're playing at the Whiskey, and it's sold out. Yeah. I mean, and legends have played here, and you guys are part of that. What, what is that like? We. I literally just said to him as we were walking on the sidewalk earlier. We looked up at the marquee, and it says Yacht Crew sold out. Yeah. And I said, "Don't take this for granted." Man. Yeah. It's like it's a legendary venue, and we're super. It's awesome. Our fans yeah. come and pack this place. You know, it's like oh my gosh, we're very grateful. We are. And, uh, but we're still like trying to push it further. Too, yeah, we want to take it as far as we can, but every show that we get to play is truly a blessing and we're grateful for it. You know, everybody in the band has been a lifelong musician. We know how fleeting it can be. We know how rare it is to um, you know, have people come out to shows like this and to sell it out. And we're just incredibly grateful. We just Our goal is just to give it right back to the fans. Yeah, you right. know, just give that energy back. Right, Stoney? You better believe it, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have, have, you guys, have you guys ever like, played in front of Ken here and Michael? Or? We played in front of uh, Peter Beckett from Player, Elliot Laurie from Looking Glass. Well, we played Glass. with them. Yeah. We played, oh, we played yeah. with them. They yeah. joined us for a song. Um, and then um, uh, Trev Lukather, uh, Steve, Steve Lukather's son, song has been to yeah, a couple a of our of shows. Um, so, and, and we've even like gotten texts from like, oh, you know, a friend of our drummer, oh, I was just hanging out with uh, this guy's a photographer, a professional photographer. Oh, he's just hanging out with Tommy Lee, and he's wearing the Yachtly Crew T-shirt. And we're like, uh, oh. oh, okay, yeah. that's awesome and unexpected, you know. So, being in Hollywood and being around the entertainment industry, we're very fortunate to like have been exposed to a lot of people, and, and we have some celebrity fans that come, and, and you know, it's it's amazing. Anyone who supports us, though, we're we're grateful yeah. for. Well, you guys, sometimes you get a place. Do you have your place out there? Um, we haven't played Santa Barbara, no. You got it. Michael, Michael, Michael was Santa Michael Barbara Bowl show up. Yeah. We would love to. Oh, yeah, because cool. he, you know, because he his lives, sister comes to our shows. Actually. Yeah, and yeah, because he lives there and Kenny lives there. Yeah. I mean, I worked in Santa Barbara for a long time, and you would see both of them around town a lot. Oh, they, yeah. they would just they would just play like the local piano bar there Saturday oh, night. They'd, cool. they'd just be there, but um, and that's that's how I discovered you guys. I went to see Kenny and Michael before oh, the pandemic nice. at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, and and I was on you know they take you in a bus you know because of traffic there. And all these people were wearing hats. And and so I'm there with my friend, I'm like, what's the deal with the hats? And people started laughing at us. It's Yacht Rock. And we're like, what's Yacht Rock? And then they really started laughing at us. You're, they said, you're going to a Yacht Rock concert and you don't even know what Yacht Rock yeah. is. And so they explained it and then I went and watched the videos. Yeah. There's yeah. campy little videos and stuff like cool. that. And then, and then I found, and then I asked them and, and they recommended you guys. And, and oh, so, that's awesome. but anyway, listen, I appreciate you guys taking the time yeah, out. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to some fans. I'm gonna get a little bit of music. Um, and stuff. I'm gonna mix it and I'm gonna run it uh, like I said the week of. And I will make sure that we, these guys yeah. get a link. link Cause to the we story. put all that stuff out on our media too, our social media. Like, so once it's live, we'll we'll yeah. push it all over. So yeah, it'll be like a, a, like a four minute piece and it'll air a couple of times on our station. We'll put it on our social media too. And like I said, I want to time it so you know people up that way will be excited about it and they'll say I want to go to the concert. And it's right. not that you any, need any help selling tickets, but. Well, hey, we'll take all the help we can get, though, you know? Yeah. Well, we, again, to, th thank you guys very much. Yeah, it's fun you. to actually talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. And keep up the good yeah. work. You guys are awesome. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. You're awesome, cool. too. Appreciate it. Sorry, I didn't thank mean to be you. texting my, my friend. Didn't, no, 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 no. Didn't That's get fine. on the le list for some reason, so I got Wow, how nifty was that, huh? Things are growing. Things are growing. Wow. NPR interviewing those guys now uh, our publicist I asked I said what what would that be like if see I would really like to be interviewed for my hometown newspapers magazines TV shows uh, any of that you know for like when we're on tour and stuff I, I would love to be interviewed for my hometowns I'm from the Chicagoland area and so it was great today. Oh, I'm so happy. I planted the seed in her ear. Today, 
um, Philly sent a text to everyone. He's like, oh yeah, I talked to the publicist and she wants everybody's hometowns so we could try to schedule interviews with each of you from your hometowns. And I was like, so excited, so excited. Um, oh, oh, see these kinds of things being in, being interviewed for, for your hometown, you know, it can be very inspiring for that entire community in each of those areas. So I just love that. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so, so much for listening. And, um, who do we have to close out the show here? Uh, well, you know what? Stu Strauss, the woodsman from Twin Peaks, going to close us out here. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, see you next time. This is Stu Strauss, the woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like a napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you to, to do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm, carrot cum alms playing Brahms and prom. And how soon do you think you're to do it again? And the homes from Guam, Guam's the cable comes. Are the Grom Rom diatoms glom in their moms? It's a face palm, a face palm. The book of Psalms and rhymes and rums. And how soon do you think you'll do it again?